What's up, everybody? This is Storm Batiste. And this is B.A. And welcome to Made Men. Ah shit. Yeah, that's right. We finally got the name, but bringing you everything that we think every man should know, no matter if you're white, black, skinny, or fat. These are the facts and everything that we think every man of the 21st century should know about savings, investing, dating, and everything else in between. Man, so yes, you heard that correctly. This is Made Men finally got the name. Podcast, it took, it only right? took forever. It only I mean, I know forever. we didn't did seven episodes, and I know I introduced I introduced everything with this is episode, this is episode Man. that, but this is Made Men podcast. But Storm, go ahead and tell tell them about like why you chose Made Men, why we why we chose Made Men podcast. Made Men. So the reason that I like the name Made Men is because it's simple, but it's to the point, and then it it means a lot. So with Made Men, I just think of two two men. Like me and Brian, for example, who are trying to do a service, who are trying to help other men in society, which I said from the beginning, was to help us do better, to get back to the way we used to be, to focus on those things that actually matter, like our career, you know, being financially free one day, taking care of our families and just being provided. So I feel like made men in the process of helping other men, we are helping ourselves Mm -hmm. and we are all together Mm -hmm. becoming made men mm-hmm. but that's just what i think about it what about you um you know like i i i really liked the uh i really like made men made men because uh you know i feel like in life just as a man making that transition from going from a boy to a man like it's a process mm. and even when you become a man like things around you are molding you every day like whether it's personal whether it's professional like you're constantly being molded into this into your into into this person that you're going to be uh, for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. So it's just that it's always a constant growing process. But in that process, you're being molded. You're being made into this individual that you're going to be. So that's why I really like Made Men podcast. And plus, it's just a bomb ass name. Made Men is simple. Hey, think about that. Let that for, let think about that for <laughs> a minute out there. Let that sit. Made Men, man, it. it it just clicked. It just came. Yeah. And it made a lot of sense when it did. So that's what we came with. So if it, whenever y'all trying to refer somebody, anything like that, it's made men. Yeah, it's not it's not Lincoln bio. <laughs> it, it is made we're, men podcast. We're getting really good at just check check the link in my bio. Yes. We had to let them know. But now you can actually put a name with the podcast. So that's good to know. But anyway, back to traditions. Okay. We have the quotes of the day. And this quote really comes from us. Um, today's podcast is about men like us. So uh, with this podcast today is centered around millennials. Mm-hmm. So it was only right that the quote came from millennials, millennials yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So the quote goes like this. I want to be successful, but I don't feel like doing shit. <laughs> <laughs> and honestly, man, that descri- that's like... That's the perfect description for millennials because a lot of us feel like we can just do everything. We had a world in our hands, mm-hmm. but we just will feel we'll do it tomorrow. Like yeah. today, we just trying to, you know, we got to do X, Y, and Z, but really all the tools to be successful and to go wherever we want in life are really right here. Half the stuff that we need is free, mm-hmm. like online. It's just, we just don't feel like doing shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we definitely, that quote sticks out because we definitely have a sense of entitlement as millennials like we know the success is there we know we can get it but we don't necessarily always want to do the things that it takes to get that success so that's where that quote comes from 
Yeah, so that's uh, that's a quote. Like we said, we went ahead and just pulled one together for y'all because the ones we were looking for online, they were, were too deep. They were they were extra trash. I mean, it was like definitely some, trash some and other shit. Why look up somebody else stuff? We can just do it for ourselves. So today, the topic that we're gonna discuss, which Brian touched, which Brian touched on very uh quickly, was millennial men. Uh the millennial in the man, to be exact. The millennial in the man. <laughs> So what what this this is more of an informative kind of session. So we basically we're gonna talk about the different um the different generations, uh in the different roles that men have played in the household over time and then where we are today based off where we were back then. So we're just gonna run through a few of them. It's gonna be the baby boomers, the Gen X, the the um the Zennials, which I didn't even know. Zennials was relatively a new term. Was a so thing. Yeah, yeah it's pretty, so it's pretty new. y'all probably didn't even know that existed. And then there's Gen Y, which is obviously men like us mm-hmm. and so i guess um i guess we can go right into the baby boomers pop it off <laughs> all right so the baby boomers that's like those are our parents it's mom and dad right that's mom and dad that's mom and dad uh ages or well, according to the internet we did our research on this it is 44 to 62 mm-hmm. this is history.com by the way yeah. so y'all don't think we just pulling this yeah, out yeah we cite our sources <laughs> we are educated <laughs> And so the baby boomers are from 1946 to 1964. So they actually call this the me generation mm-hmm. and the generation of moral authority because at this generation, men were at an all time high. Like the World War Two just ended. Mm, we came, we came back from to the, from the war to the crib. And we had a lot of built up. We had a lot of built up tension. It was just a lot of <laughs> we know a lot of sex, <laughs> a lot of drugs, a lot this of rock and roll. Actually, this is actually the time where there was it was the highest. A lot of people were having kids, basically. The highest birth rate. Highest birth rate ever. I think so. it was actually like 80 million. 80 million? 80 million, yeah. just in the baby boomer section. Mm. Like, that's that's crazy. That's insane. I don't even know how to feel about that. Well, that's when I was conceived, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds about right. Man, they was just having babies. People mm. was just having sex with everybody. Mm. Like, that was, that was a trend, to have sex mm. with everybody. Yeah, as far as like the house dynamic though, it was pretty uh, traditional for the most part. Mm-hmm. So uh, the women were. Uh, so this was the end of the Cold War, correct? Yeah, 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 yeah. So this was the end of the Cold War. So uh, women were really uh, in the workforce at that time, but it was slowly making that transition back into uh, the women being in the house, mm-hmm. basically being baby making machines, <laughs> and. Uh, the- <laughs> And the man was bringing home the bacon. So it was slow. Mm-hmm. Like, it was actually articles and newspapers out telling women, like, stop working, go back to the house, let mm-hmm. your man take care of the business. Right, right. So it was really that traditional, what we call traditional household back mm-hmm. in the day. That's how it was. Yeah, we know a lot time. of y'all women get upset right now. A lot of y'all women of today probably couldn't have made it mm-hmm. back then. But, I mean, he was telling the truth. A lot of women, their role in that time period, because women were in the workforce. But once the men came back, I was, you know, their mm-hmm. role became more of a support role. So mm-hmm. they were at the house. They were taking care of the kids. It was cooking. Then I need my dinner by eight. You know, mm-hmm. I need uh, I need my clothes washed. You know, they were doing all those support roles at the house. So the kids had a field trip. Mm-hmm. On top of that, you know, if they are, if the husband need breakfast, you know, he got a meeting at this time. He needs to you need to be on top of that. Just, hey, hey, have my breakfast ready. <laughs> <laughs> have it ready. And so it's just like women. 
women were powerful, but they they kept all of that at home. If that outside of the house, it wasn't really a thing. Men were the breadwinners mm-hmm. of this time, so we went out, we brought home the bacon. That's just mm-hmm. what it was, and and we were buying everything. This was the era where buy now and pay later mm-hmm. type of deal. So yeah, it was easy to get a job. Mm-hmm. Like you only needed a high school diploma. Like everybody was eating two cars in the garage. Hey, it's a nice time. Like man. it was a great time. A great time to be a man and. Actually, it was some pretty, uh, pretty uh, prolific people or pretty iconic people. Iconic, yeah. Born in this time, iconic. Mm-hmm. Let's what? go. Let's uh, let me see. It was Jordan. Y'all remember Jordan? Yeah, y'all know Jordan oh, as man. a Chicago native, man. <laughs> That's near and dead to my heart. You also have Mike and Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson. One the king of pop. The greatest entertainer of all time. Of argue, all time. argue with me if you want to. I'm ready. Man. <laughs> Ain't nobody ready for that, man. The moonwalk is still one of the. Mo- I still, I still, I watched that. I watched the video where he did the moonwalk, and I still. Bro, I, I ain't never had my my flow ain't never been that smooth to move walk. Man, I don't know if anybody's has, man. It's it's Mike, man. Also, some other people, Barack Obama, first black president, hey. Steven Spielberg, hey, man. we got all transformers. Y'all seen it. <laughs> <laughs> Man, in in other words, man, it was a uh, it was a great time to be a man. Everybody was buying everything. They just got back from the war. So wait, 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 wait a minute. We ain't we ain't, we ain't just finna we ain't about to skip over like Martin Luther the King Jr. <laughs> oh, Martin man. Luther the King Jr. Yo, was born doing hey, this. Man, time. I need help with this. So you got the Martin help me Luther. Out. I almost forgot one of the great uh, JFK too. JFK actually. too. Yeah, hey, definitely. Man, he got us. He got assassinated around this time. Then I want to be more of it, but yeah, but yeah, that's it's, it's history, you know man. It's, go, man. Unfortunately, I had to go. But in other words, this was a good time. The men were kind of at the height of everything. They were controlling everything, and and the women, you know. Yeah, I was kind of in the back seat, unfortunately. Like, you know, sorry. I mean, I we know. we still love you though. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Thank you for holding it down. Nah, but we, you know, we love you. Respect it anyway. But anyway, so I guess the next age that we would go into would be the the Generation X or mm. the quote unquote the baby bust. Oh, these were the, these were the fuck ups, basically. <laughs> <laughs> Not that quote unquote the doers, the doers. This this is this is between nineteen sixty five. In uh, 1979. And so this one, women were basically tired of what's putting them in the back seat. Yeah, actually, these might be some of your parents out there. The age range, according to History.com, was 28 to 43. So we know we got some young parents out there. So mm. some of your parents might be part of this Generation X. So in this role, basically, y'all parents was, or y'all, y'all moms were tired of the BS. Yeah. And so they was like, look, I work too hard. I got your dinner here at 8 o'clock every night. I take the kids to school. What mm. you do? You know, you bring home the money, but what else, right? What I, So I they like, something. you know what? I need something. You know, I'm going to go out and make my own money. Yeah. Like, I can do it myself. Yeah. During this time, so it was divorce breaks were going through the roof. <sighs> women were sick um, of women it. Women were tired of it. And I respect it because, I mean, just being just being the support system at home, just being that baby making machine, just mm-hmm. cooking the dinner. <laughs> baby making machine. <laughs> like nobody wants to do that. So I respect it. And uh, also this was a time where like each parent had a job. Mm. So it was a lot of the time during during, during this uh during this generation, the child was left home alone because every parent uh each parent had a job. So this was a very interesting era. This was a sense of independence, like really for women. And actually Another thing about women is that women, they really embraced education. So mm-hmm. education was made like a major priority. And in fact, this generation has the most educated women more than any generation prior to. And so it actually says 
just to look at the facts, it says 32.4% of women had college degrees in this time. So women were really embracing that role of, look, look, it was fun. I understand what you were trying to do, but I think I can do it a little bit better. Hey. And I don't have time to deal with your, your mess. I'm trying to handle this. I don't need you. I can do it myself. Usually y'all do do it by yourself. Man. Which which I can respect yeah. coming from my household. My yeah. mom did it all by herself. So yeah. it, it makes a lot of sense. Also, another thing about this is y'all remember... You know, uh, what was the Cosby Show? The yep. Cosby Show came out around this time. You mm-hmm. had the Schoolhouse Rock. Mm-hmm. And I know you ain't going to remember this one, but it used to be this show that came on. We ain't had cable, but on one of the channels we did have, this show called Zoom. Do you know Zoom? I don't know Zoom. Zoom was Zoom was like a... I don't even... Is it like PBS? It was like a PBS show, I think. Mm-hmm. Zoom. And it came on, and it was, like a, it was like you just had to see it. Like, I can't even really describe Zoom, but I know what this show is. And I saw this, and I was like, Zoom? Hmm. Dang, that made me feel old, actually. <laughs> Zoom, and so, like he was saying, it's also the time where... Oh, wait, wait, wait. You said Schoolhouse Rock came out during this time? Oh, man, yeah, you know Bro, Schoolhouse Bro, I had the Rock. whole game. I had the whole computer game. I'm just the <laughs> bill. I'm just the bill. Man, what? <laughs> Sitting on Capitol Hill. Y'all, man. This was a good time, and obviously some good stuff coming out here. Then the divorce rate was out the roof, too. Yeah. Like you touched on, like... It was just overweight. And so it touched on how a lot of different important people were born in this area, too. Like what you had, Eddie Murphy. Mm-hmm. You had Brad Pitt. You had Easy R.I.P. Mm, Mike Tyson. Y'all hey, know that left hey. hook, man. Mike Tyson was a dangerous man. George Clooney mm-hmm. uh, with Tom Cruise. This man that made so many movies, mm-hmm. still making movies today, like these Mission Impossibles and all these other things. It's kind of ridiculous. Actually. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So also. Um, some crazy, some crazy stuff happened during this time. So the first man landed on the moon. What? Allegedly, I'm a conspiracy theorist. But uh, <laughs> the first video games came out. It was the Magnavox. Magnavox. I don't even. I never played it. Uh, and you also had the Atari. What was Magnavox? I don't know. I don't know. I but thought Nintendo. Nintendo was what I grew up. No, ten, yeah, we grew up on Nintendo. Magnavox Odyssey. What is that? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you had the VHS. VHS man, you know my grandma and my granddad still got a VHS. Player. I still got a VHS. <laughs> no, <man. laughs> I still got my Rugrats VHS. Man, you still watching movies, man? I use the five stick, man. I don't even know what a movie cassette tape looked like. VHS. What else? What else? What else? Oh, you had the rise of the greatest music genre on earth in my period. In my opinion, Ooh, okay. Hip hop started in the Bronx. Man, tell me about it, man. What tell a time me. to be alive, man. <laughs> what a time to be alive. They had MC Hammer out here, man. They had MC Cool Hurt. Man, <laughs> like it was a great time. Man, it was just in in other words, man, this was an era where a lot of good stuff was coming to fruition. Women and really embraced their role. Men, you know, we were still probably the breadwinners for a lot of it, but women didn't have to stay in the household, mm-hmm. in other words. They could go out and do their own thing. And man, we didn't feel like dealing with it, honestly, man. I ain't got time for your mouth. Yeah. So <laughs> Yeah, women women really embrace that independent role, um, as far as like just being their own providers, understanding they can empower themselves, mm-hmm. understanding that they didn't have to have a stationary uh position in society. So it was it times was changing. Man, and I respect it, man. I'm glad y'all found y'all independence so y'all can get out there and handle y'all business because Half of us ain't really shit anyway, so. Damn right. <laughs> anyway, that was a little bit about that generation. Um, so far, what what I feel like from these generations, man, is uh, at the baby boomer stage, men just 
we just was we felt like we was just naturally just supposed to be in charge of everything. Yeah, we feel like women was just yeah, there. and it's it's interesting because that wasn't my parents' dynamic, and they're both baby boomers. Mm-hmm. Like they both have full time jobs. Mm-hmm. My mother probably made more than my dad, so it was like it, it was interesting. Like I I. Honestly, like doing this research, I did not realize like how that dynamic was, mm-hmm. but um, it's definitely interesting to see because I didn't grow up that way. Like both my parents always had a job. Right, right. Um, my mother, I felt like she was like the head of the household, I guess, in a sense, um, because she always uh, she was an accountant, and my dad worked for uh, the Chicago Transit Authority, so he mm-hmm. was like a train driver, or a bus driver, whatever. I forgot, <laughs> but um. Yeah, it was just it's just it's interesting to read. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just interesting to read like what a baby boomer is and kind of di- that dynamic and how I didn't grow up in that. Mm-hmm, kind of dissect a little bit. I guess yeah. with my parents, um, yeah, my mom wouldn't have none of that. Uh, you, you know, they talked about maybe the the women was more of a support role. Mm-hmm. My mom said, "Look, I ain't got time for the support role. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm an independent woman." Look, you gonna help me raise these kids, and mm-hmm. you gonna look at me and let me do my thing too, because we both struggling, or I'm out. Mm-hmm. And so. She was out. It was out. Uh, actually, nah. You know what? My mom stayed. My dad was out. He wasn't. <laughs> he wasn't willing he said, to do nah, it. I'm so, good. Good. so he was like, "Look, I gotta." You know, he had to. He had to uh, grow up. I guess is what you call it. So that traditional value. I don't even really the baby boomers that we just talked about in real life. Like mm-hmm. what I remember when I was a kid. That's not. That ain't really how it played out for me. Nah. My mom never was nah. the support. My mom has always ran. Yeah, everything mama. since I can remember. Hey, hey, that speaks volumes like, about the black woman. <laughs> That's like, all I'm gonna say. I don't know if it's just That's a black me. woman. I don't know but... if it's a black woman thing, but it speaks volumes. Just man, in my man. opinion, it speaks a lot of volumes. She about wasn't a black woman. supporting nothing. Like, she would yeah. support you, but it had to be like an equal trade. It wasn't yeah, like, like she wasn't going for that. No, I'm not just staying home. Nah, nah. What you, what you nah. thought this was? This is this is a team effort. <laughs> this is a team effort. And then with the baby bus, you know, obviously they had all these people. It, the 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 birth rate went down a little bit because they started getting birth control. Oh yeah, 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 people start actually having a little bit more sense and yeah. you know protecting themselves, and so women. I don't know. My mom, she was kind of I guess born a little bit before her time because in that age the baby, but the women started. They all started leaving. Like, look, mm-hmm. we going to school. Like, I don't have time for it. Yeah, I used to sit up in my mama's uh, classroom with her when I was when she was getting an MBA. <laughs> so yeah, it's, it's different how that dynamic had really changed. That's crazy. But so that's just the first two generations. But so a generation. Uh, actually, the next generation, like I told y'all at the beginning, I've never heard it. Like these were the these were the awkward motherfuckers, man. <laughs> this was like it the was awkward. Like these the people that know how to use technology, but they don't they don't at the same they don't time. care about social media. Like that doesn't really matter mm-hmm. to them. They would rather have a flip phone or iPhone three mm-hmm. or four. Like these people, mm-hmm. they not really they they know what tech is. They know how to use it, but they're not just. They don't feel the need to be as inclined as we are. Like mm-hmm. they don't care about followers. You know this whole avocado salad and I want to be healthy and, and, and fit. They don't care about that, man. If they want to be fit, they just gonna try to eat a little less or eat better. Like we really got strict diets that we going mm-hmm. on now to try to to really do better. Like I got this. This a healthy eating challenge thing. Yeah. I'm doing like so. These 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 people are the awkward generation between X and um, the millennials, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah. X and Y. These X are the awkward. Y. 
these are the awkward people that were on the phone. They had house phones. They were they were the ones hitting that flash button. A house phone. They was oh my god. They were the one. They were the ones that taught me how to use a house phone correctly. <laughs> Yo, my grandparents are the only people I know with a house phone still, man. Hey, listen, that's who that's who house phone you was on right after. You but got I was I remember the house phone. I mean, random people would be calling uh, it, bro. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Then, then your grandma pick up the phone. Brian, you still on the phone? I'm like. Yeah, <laughs> right. And, and, we, and we got like four, five people on the phone. And then your Everybody in your conversation <laughs> on the phone, man. <laughs> but with this age, man, this is like the age between 1975 and the 80s, the disco era, man. Mm. You had all kind of stuff going out, man. <laughs> it, was the, it was the Goonies out here. Yeah, Back to the Future. All ten parts of Back to the Future. <laughs> Back to the Future, Marty McFly, man. That's that was that was the guy, man. The McFlies. Mm-hmm. Hmm. And then you had a uh, student debt was all at an all time high at that time, so a lot more people going to school, but a lot more debt. So, Y'all remember how they was like buy now and and pay later in the the baby boomer stage? Oh yeah, I remember boy, that, yeah, that yeah. paid letter that pay later came in the full effect. Right Definitely now. came back to bite somebody in the ass. And then women were doing the whole education thing, like that was going to get paid back eventually. Mm-hmm. So this was probably the the era with the highest debt, where mm-hmm. people finally actually started seeing. That money that they were taking out and actually had to pay back on. Mm-hmm. And then you had the crack ap- epidemic. Uh. Mm, talk a little bit about this. Ah, you know, I don't want to get on my soapbox. But, <laughs> um, so the, you crack on the, time ep- clock. the crack epidemic, man. My man, Ronald Reagan. I felt like he really saw, in my opinion, and, you know, like this ain't really a conspiracy theory. It's kind of fact. But um, during this time, Ronald Reagan, the president of the United States at the time, actually was feeding crack cocaine into black communities which sought to break down the black uh the black family and it was breaking down the black family because a lot of black men were going to jail at this time so at this point in time it was more black men in jail than actually in college Mm. crazy right right so it's just that the crack epidemic had the worst effect on the black family because that dynamic was broken down so there wasn't two parents in the household although women were more independent um, usually in the black community, there was still a two-parent household. But during the crack epidemic, that really broke down the household because a lot of black men were going to jail. So it's wild. Yeah, it was a wild time, especially in the black community. Um, so yeah, the crack epidemic. What else? I don't know. They had uh, AOL. AOL. You yeah. remember that? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh my god, man! I used to hate that noise. Man. Yeah, I used little, to hate that noise. It was a little noise they made, yeah. but hey, at the same time, man, AOL was lit, man. My brother, my brother used to be on a computer all night on AOL in the little instant message chat room they had on there. Bro, turn that off, bro. <laughs> I ain't never know what well, he was doing, but we all knew what he was on. <laughs> I, I got in the chat room before. It was just too much going on, like. People were sending pics. I was like, yo, like, what is going on? Hey, man, it was lit. It was some freaks in there. All right, man, it was low-key lit in that in that chat. These are the Zennials, right in between. <laughs> so that, that that's perfect because that leads into where we are now. The greatest generation that anybody knows. You're talking to them. Generation Y. Hey, generation the millennials. Y. Us. We here. The here and the now. We here. The here and the now. This is just... According to history.com, the ones you love to hate, 1980 to 1994. Hey, that was a great, man, great we can time. Just talk about this from just living life every day, man. Like, hey. so let me just run down a few of these facts since I did take some some notes down. I want to just run over to some of the stuff. So, yeah, with Generation Y, this is obviously uh, the tech savvy generation. We, um, we, we have the iPhones, 
we had a, the, the technology, the computers, everything is pretty much done online at mm -hmm. the online dating. Nobody really has to be face to face to do a lot of the different things because we can just turn on the computer, or turn on the cell phone to do it. Mm -hmm. So what this generation is, obviously, it's really easy to be lazy. Mm -hmm. Like you can order food. You can do Uber Eats now. They deliver food from wherever they are to you. So you don't have to move. You just type it in the computer, mm -hmm. call them up on the phone. You literally don't have to move. So I feel like a lot of us feel entitled as well. Like we feel like we kind of just deserve to have certain things so we don't have to work as hard. Uh, and in some cases, that may be true. We can do a lot of stuff simpler than people back in the day used to do. Because we had tech that allows us to do that. And I know some of the, the problems I struggle with is that at work, my boss is like doing everything the old, you know, the old way. Mm -hmm. Old fashioned. It works. If it ain't broke, you ain't got to fix it. Mm -hmm. It's just like, what? Like, it's is ways to do that much faster. We mm -hmm. can save a lot of time. So I guess some of the um some of the pros with just being in this generation would be that a lot of us are innovative. A lot of us are creative. A lot of us are educated. I went to school, got a, a degree. That's just like mm -hmm. the norm. That's the standard yeah. across the board. And with um also we we set goals. We set a lot of a lot of goals. But the only thing is is that when it comes to actually carrying out them goals and being consistent yeah. Ain't nobody gonna like we always put it off till tomorrow. And now uh, we talk a big game in this generation, but we don't really uh we're not about that action for real, for real. Honestly, that's what I've seen. Um when it comes to politics, like yeah, we in the moment, like we like super rah 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 about it. Mm -hmm. But like give it a week and we just like, eh, whatever. Like he said what he said, or mm -hmm. they said what they said. Well, I mean it depends. And yeah, I see what you're saying, but since I'm from Alabama, I can go ahead and say that with that whole Doug Jones and Roy Moore thing. Oh, yeah, 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 no, we definitely stepped up for that. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that. I mean, so in that in that sense, we step up when we really want to. Mm -hmm. Like, if it's nothing, if it's well, we're, we're quick to say like, listen, um, this is this is making me upset right now, but I feel that it's so much stimulation as far as like social media. Um, we're infatuated with celebrities for some because we have so much access mm -hmm. to them that we get easily distracted by so many different things that whatever the problem was, it never gets addressed. Like we're mad about it in that moment, but if if Cardi B has a baby tomorrow, whatever the topic was that we were mad about, mm -hmm. we worried about Cardi B Don't having a kid. No like, is it a boy else. or a girl? Mm -hmm. I definitely get it. And then also another thing is uh, we like neck deep. In student debt, <laughs> yeah. like I, I feel like everybody—it's just like a part of life. Like you go to school, mm. you get a good job, you pay off your student loans. That's like there's everybody has some type of student loans. It feels like everybody I talk to. So it's just like we're in that age where we're lazy, but we really can't afford to be lazy because some people got so many student loans that they probably not gonna make enough to pay those off throughout the entire life. Yeah. Um, loans have definitely become a part of life. Like I hate owing anybody money, but um, yeah, I got student debt right now. It's not crazy, but I just hate the fact that I gotta pay somebody back for my education. Mm -hmm. yep. And um, they really just become a part of life with us. That it's gonna force us to work longer and not retire until we like seventy something. But uh, yeah, like with neck neck deep in uh, student loans. And then another thing, like as far as like a, a con, probably. Would be that I feel like everybody needs like validation for stuff that they do. Like everybody has to get some award like for trying hard, 
or he 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 got the try hard award like oh, that's that sense of entitlement yeah though. it's just like yeah, if you're like, not first you let like what did that come from like you don't get an award for coming in second or third. No, we, like, get a, we get a bunch of participation awards. Yeah, like, in what generation. is that in real life? Do you get a? You see what I'm saying? Like, if you have an issue, it's not always gonna get addressed. Sometimes mm-hmm. you just gotta deal with. Sometimes that you shit. just gotta eat it and keep. Just, moving. Yeah, you gotta eat it and keep it moving. So, like, we just had that sense of entitlement, mm-hmm. and um, that really irks me about my. I mean, my I mean, we all deal with it though, man. Like, yeah. like we all do. Like, mm-hmm. even myself. You know, I've had that sense of entitlement. Where I just feel like, okay, well, like my boss doesn't even. You know, some of the some of the people I work for, like they're not as tech savvy with the the Microsoft tools and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I know how to do all of this. Like, like I just feel like I'm entitled. Like I know how to do like all these skills that they have no idea how to use. So y'all should probably pay me a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Like just because I know how to do that, and I learned how to do that growing up. That's not how it works, though. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just not how the chain of command works. So. Mm-hmm. We all we all struggle with uh, with different stuff like that, but in the, in in the end, man, we just gotta step up and, and and realize that we have all this stuff that we are wasting it. Like mm-hmm. we have all this free stuff at our fingertips, but but we really are wasting it. And as men mm-hmm. in the household in this era, you gotta stay at home dads now. Like what Damn, is that? that's wild, and that's and that's not that's it's not wrong with that. I'm not trying to say like it's a bad. I think there's something wrong with it. I don't it. know if it's nothing wrong with that because I mean women have done it. So I mean if you're trying to you know be equal, men can be a stay at home mom. They can be a stay at home dad too. I get it, but it's just like mm-hmm. I I the roles have almost switched. No, they definitely they've, switched. They've almost switched yeah. 360 degrees. Yeah, like like I was saying earlier, like women are taking on a lot more leadership positions, and that's fine. But I think it's because I was raised in a household where both parents always had a job. A stay-at-home dad is just like, yo, you're trash. Oh, my God. Like, <laughs> Wait, why, why is he trash, though? Because, like, you just staying at home taking care of the kids. Like, you're not... You're contributing to the household in, a, in I guess, a certain way as far as taking care of the kids, um, making sure stuff is clean. But, nah, like, you need some... Finan- you need to be contributing to the house financially. Like, even if the woman is making six figures, I don't care. Like, you get a part-time job. You do something. Mm-hmm. You uh, you got to you gotta contribute to the household financially, too. So, you feel like a man should not ever just be the sole, like, he should never assume that role that the women used to have back in the baby boomer age where they just cooking and cleaning. They doing everything pretty much that women had to do. Yeah, but, yeah, like I said, like, I just wasn't raised in a household like that. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a, it's a 50-50 split. Like, you need to have a job. I need to have a job. Um, when it comes to the kids, we're going to spend time with them. We're going to support them. But when we got work, they're with their grandparents. We're going to pick them up after work. We're going to go home and spend time with them. <laughs> simple. It seems like in this day and age, it seems like women pretty much run the household. You like, think, huh? like, women run the household. It, I'm just going to use my family for an example. Uh, my parents, my, uh, my dad, my stepdad, and my mom. My stepdad, he's the breadwinner. He brings the money home. I'm not going to lie. You know, goes out working mm. two jobs, a fireman, and he owns a medical supply company. He's bringing home the money. And so you would think, okay, he the king of the mm. castle, but that's not really how it plays out. Mm. My mom actually runs everything. She takes care of the kids. She puts the money. She allocates the money wherever it needs to go. Nothing happens in the house without my mom putting her foot in it first. Oh, no, that's a fact, man. My mom was a whole accountant, so... <laughs> Like, finances, all that stuff, like, taking care of us, making sure we were, like, if we were in an after-school program, she'd make sure, like, it was a budget for that, like, stuff like that. Like, my mom was in charge of all that. Mm-hmm. 
So I definitely grew up in a household like that. Now, so yeah, that's 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 the one I did in the divorce rate. It's like the woman is like, look, I'm not I'm not staying at home with these kids all day. Mm-hmm. Like, we both grown. So I'm gonna go out. I'm gonna work. If you're not with that, then I'm just gonna leave and go to the next person. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's really that easy to do. I like men do run the household, but it's just like we like women kind of just run it. For, they micromanage everything. So mm-hmm. we we bring the money home, put it in a pot, and the women actually put it where it needs to go. Pay the bills, pay yeah. for you know pay for, for pay for Tony's field trip, you know lunch money for school next week and stuff like that. So that's that's a lot of pressure on them. I yeah. feel like the roles have switched back when women used to just do all of this. I seem like men being kind of put in that role. I mean, I don't think it's a problem with that. I just think that. I mean, I guess the way that I'm wired that both of us are going to have jobs. Uh, we both have an even say on how everything is run in the household. It's just the way I was raised. I don't believe in that whole, like, no, nah, you running this. No, nah, you running your mouth. We're going to have a conversation. Like, let's talk about this. Let's break this down. Wait, so, so, and this is just a question for you. What what role do you want to take in your household as a man? Hey, I guess a partnership. Mm-hmm. Like, if it's my wife, like, we're going to be in a partnership. Like, I, I'm usually, like, the thing is, um, I'm probably, I probably would be better, in my opinion, with the, uh, the finances when it comes to my, um, to my household because that's how I was raised. Like, I was raised to create budgets, like, make a budget for yourself, make a budget that goes to certain things. So I might be better than my wife in that, and I have no problem taking that role. I think it's all about understanding like what the person's strengths are and what the person's weaknesses are that you with. Mm-hmm. Simple that, and I feel that in my role, I'll probably be the. I might be the breadwinner. Not matter of fact, nope, nope. In the career that I'm in, probably not. But <laughs> but uh <laughs> I'm gonna make I'm gonna make a lot of money but I probably won't make as much as my wife, honestly. But are um, you okay are you okay with I don't that? care about that. No, no, no. Because uh I mean it happens. Like it, it doesn't matter. So your wife bought a house and she kick you she Hey first of all, first of all, she hey listen, don't do that. Hey man, I don't know. They say who make the money, who make that's who make the rules. I don't know, man. No, nah, I'm playing that, I'll leave you. I bought this house. Get out <laughs> she she made but uh, I think that, uh, you know, like, I'll probably just be uh, probably the budgeter, I think. I mean, I, that's cool, though. Like, uh, I'll probably take care of all the finances, make sure the bills get paid, making sure the money goes where it needs to go. I guess in my in my, my role, in my household, I probably, I look at it the same way. Um, I feel like, though, as a man, um, you need to kind of just, like... And then, you know what? No, yeah, I, I kind of agree with you. Like, I wanted to be split down the middle. Like, because I don't want to be doing all the work. I feel like it's both people are bringing something to the table. Like, if I if I bring the food, you can bring dessert. Like, we all contributing mm-hmm. something. It may not be a lot, but it can be that. As far as my wife uh, making more money than me, mm, that's a no-no for you? It's not a no-no for me, but... I do want to. I do want to be the breadwinner in the family. I just feel like as a man, like I need. That's my responsibility. And I call it what you want. I just feel like, as a man, like I need to get out there. And I need to hustle. I need to. I mean, yeah, mm-hmm. I, I feel the exact same way. But it's just that I just come from an angle of like how much money you make doesn't determine mm-hmm. like if you're really the breadwinner or not. Mm-hmm. It's about what you do with that money, and because like I'm so. I'm so I'm really into finances, understanding the stock market, understanding investing, understanding using money to the most effective way possible. 
that is probably the way I'm going to be the breadwinner in my household. You may make, you may make more money than me, but I know what to do with the money as it comes in mm-hmm. and how it's going to be good for all of us. How right. it's going to support the family. Just play along with the scenario that I have. So mm-hmm. she's the breadwinner. She's making the money. Mm-hmm. So she's out probably more out of the house than you. She's putting in this work. Wait, why home. she got to be more out the house? Yeah, she's me. probably even more money. She's probably working a little, not even harder, but she's doing more. Like she's, it has to be something that equals more of that money. So now all of a sudden you take the support role in the relationship like you take care of the kid you take care of the kids you know you getting dinner ready you basically a, a dad like what's wrong being a dad you're, 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 i can't be a dad no no you're being a dad but you're being dad like okay dad's taking care of everything at the house while mom's out working are you okay with kind of taking the back seat and doing all the household chores and stuff like See, that. See, the thing is, like, we still gonna have a... We might have a maid. Like, I don't know. <laughs> like, listen. Like, listen. A maid. Like, listen. We're both still gonna have jobs. Like, I understand the scenario. Mm-hmm. But, uh, well, I guess... Let me... I'm speaking personally. Like, mm-hmm. so, we're gonna have a maid. But speaking towards that scenario... <laughs> I'm about to say... Who's, how many people the, have a maid, man? We're on. going to have a maid. <laughs> but speaking to that scenario... That would be tough for me to just like be the support, like be the like stay at home dad. Like I'm an anti individual if I don't have something to do. If I'm not, if I feel like I'm not contributing enough, I get real anti. No, you gotta warm Tony's milk or change his diapers. Nah, bro. Like <laughs> That's I don't even like I don't even like changing my nephew's diapers. So like, what makes you think like I'm gonna just be sitting up here changing diapers all day? Nah, I can't do that. Like I I need I need a full time job too. You like I like listen. No, I mean your wife. She's bringing like your mom. Your wife probably makes a seven seven figure income. She don't need you to do that. You can just listen. You know. Like no, like no. You're not about to be out here just like no, no, no. <laughs> and I just want to know why. Just want to know why. Because it, I don't know. I'm getting so pissed off. But <laughs> but um, no. I just I just really can't believe in just sitting at home waiting on her to come home, and I'm just taking care of the kids. <laughs> Got dinner ready. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, like I, I, look at your recipe look, books in there. Like I got home with an apron. I got an apron on. <laughs> hey babe, how was your day? <laughs> oh, it's not funny, but it is. <laughs> hey babe, <laughs> babe, what you want to eat? Like, nah, like I just want a full time job too. I want to be able to have a. I want to just be able to contribute more than just being a support system. I would probably go crazy just sitting at home all day taking care of the kids. Cause it's just like that's that's not what I'm used to. Like I I got I got ambition too. I got dreams. Mm-hmm. Got, yeah, man. I got dreams. You can carry out them dreams, man. You just carry that from the house. Man. Uh, no, no. <laughs> then, then I'm <laughs> then she gonna give me some money to start my own business, <laughs> so I had something to do. Like it's like nah, like I'm not for that. I'm not for that. Like I feel like we gotta be evenly evenly yoked, mm, as they okay. call it. Okay. Like I can't just be the support. Like I'm gonna support you. You gonna support me? That's how it should go. Because cause actually, you know, in this day and age, a lot of flexibility with the job place, job workforce. Actually, a lot of men, according to History.com, say that uh, even if they could stay home like 100% of the time with their kids and let their wife go out and do it, they would actually prefer to go out and make that money. Yeah. They would prefer not, to go out. Like it's, I'm, not, I'm not just about to be, I don't even like kids like that right now. So like, what makes you think I'm going to sit at home with some kids all day? Man, it's different if it's your kids, I know it's so a scenario, like, but like, I don't, no, even if it's my kids, like, no, go to, like, no, no, go to daycare. Go to daycare. So, so this this next question, uh, well, actually, before Why I don't ask you, you answer the yeah, question. Yeah, I was about to say, before, yeah. I, before I ask you the next question, uh, 
I guess with me, like I told you, I want I kind of want to be the breadwinner of the family. Mm-hmm. If I'm not the breadwinner, it's not like I'm gonna be upset. But I'm aiming to always be kind of the breadwinner of the family. Mm-hmm. Could I just, you know, if I made less, just kind of take her role? I mean. Like you said, it's a partnership, man. You know, sometimes mm-hmm. in a partnership, everybody's designated a different role in that partnership. Listen. Y'all both working towards the main mission. I'm not going to lie. I might have to be with you on this one. I might be like, man, what am I really doing? Like, I love my kids to death, but... It's like, bro, nobody wants to feel useless. But th- at the same time, I don't I don't want to say that's being useless because women had to do that for many generations. And I don't want, I don't want it to feel like we're saying, like, that's a position. Like, I'm above that. Or something like that. I'm going to tell you like this. I'm above that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm above that. All right? I mean. Like, listen. Like, I'm. Like, I'm. I, I, that's just the way I was raised. I was mm-hmm. not raised to just be at home and be a support system. I was raised that it's a 50-50 thing. Mm-hmm. Like, even though my parents, like, started co-parenting, co-parenting me after. When they got divorced, they started co-parenting me after a certain age. Mm-hmm. Like, it was still, like, a 50-50 thing. Like, it wasn't, like, nah, like. I just need you to support. Mm-hmm. No. So I guess the last thing that, that kind of run run into is so you're saying that you couldn't be a stay at home dad. I could not be no damn stay at home dad. Couldn't be a stay at home dad. If your wife was like, "Look, babe, I know like you know, I know you working hard and stuff, but I got it. You only you only have to have a job. I listen. just got this new deal. We partnered with so and so. Listen, I'm gonna be listen. having money coming in. Listen. You just gotta stay at home and do all the. Listen, if Oprah came in here today and popped the question. I would say no. (laughs) (laughs) Horrible, man. Horrible. You know what? So, wait, wait. So, if Oprah came in here, proposed to you today, because we're in 2018, men are getting proposed to every day. But um, if Oprah came in here today, you're right. That is kind of weird. Proposed to you, Mm -hmm. you what would you say? I mean, it's Oprah, man. Come on, man. Like, that's. It's Oprah. Like she is everything. Um, she's everything. How how you know she's everything? Highest you just paid know- black woman of all time. Man. Okay. I, I don't have to worry about anything for the rest of my kids. Kids don't have to worry about anything for the rest of my life. You think I'm about to get that away? So you're saying yes? I'm saying hell yes. Okay. Right now, yeah, yeah. That's a fact. Like when you you really wouldn't do that. Like you ain't gotta do nothing for the rest listen, of your life. Like listen. I N D E P E N T. Do you know what that means, man? man? I don't know. I mean, I, I see what you're saying, but if it's Oprah, that's like a whole different thing. Uh, nah. Mm, but anyway, uh, so as y'all can see, men today ain't shit. <laughs> <laughs> men today, the whole dynamic is almost switched in a sense. Men sometimes assume that support role. Some are okay with it. Some are not. For all the cougars out there, they got money. Christian is Call ready. me. Uh, is I will leave my you. number in the comment Storm section. Storm is ready for you. Definitely. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he said leave this number in the comments. No, no, no. But it's just different, man. I mean, we, we can just kind of review a little bit. So going all the way back to the beginning with the baby boomers, mm. like our parents, our parents, it was a whole different dynamic. Yeah, it was uh, the man goes to work, brings home the bacon, the woman. Stay at home. There was no choice. The kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, you cleaning the house. There was no choice. It was just like, look, I'm hungry when I get home. I need this. You know what I like to eat. Mm-hmm. I'm going to need it ready by this time. You know what I mean? Bed made, kids taken care of. I don't need all that noise when I get home. Hey. <laughs> and, and, then at the, and then after that, 
the Generation X to Generation to the Zennials and all of them, it, it kind of smoothed out a little bit, right? Yeah, that's when it started to make that transition to uh, women were just like, uh, you know, we're not going to take this no more. Like, we are more than just support Sick systems. We are, we are strong. We are loud. Educated. We <laughs> educated. <laughs> educated. Man. And we and we out here. We we ready. Women took a whole different role, man. And then empowerment. And so and then in the in generation Y, you got your whole feminist thing yeah. going on now, man. Like women feel like they don't need us for nothing. And then we all just we I, not now that I feel like the men are lost in the world. Like man, we don't know what we're supposed to do. We this, don't know what our role is. Listen, man, I don't even honestly, man. That might be what I have no idea. Sometimes what I'm I supposed to do. I don't because I feel like whatever I say might be offensive. Right to somebody somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Like, and it's it's not a bad thing because like I'm always willing to listen and learn from a from a feminist perspective. But it's confusing sometimes. So it's just like sometimes I think men just don't know what their role should be. Man, I respect the feminists, but sometimes I don't know what y'all be talking about. I don't understand. Like, so I ain't even going to get into that because I don't even know. Yeah, we're not going to get into that. Gonna... <laughs> I don't even know. But the men's role kind of in the household for Generation Y and the women is just like, do it. You get it how you live. You know, like either you can be here, we can raise this family together. I'm yeah, like women, like in this generation, women are just good with or without men. Like nobody's really pulling on your coattails to like you to support this family. Like mm-hmm. if you don't want to do it, they will get it done themselves. And they out. And they are. <laughs> that's it. That's it. Yeah. So, and then what you said, you know, you was just like in your household, you okay with the whole partnership thing? Yeah, I agree with that. 110%. So it's just, you know, it's different from household to household. But then again, this was just kind of like an informative kind of podcast to show y'all men, the different generations with the dynamic in the household to see how it was versus how it is now in, in the time that we're currently living in. Obviously, in this in this age, it's so many different options for how you can raise your kids. You got men and women, men and men, women and women. Like, it's just... It's different. It's, what a time to be alive. What, what what a time, time. <laughs> it's different so anyway once again this is storm batiste and this is ba and this is made men hey listen up lock in bringing you everything we think every man should know no matter if you're white black skinny or fat these are the facts in everything that we think every man of the 21st century should know about savings investing dating and everything else in between this is episode eight eight one two three four five six seven and we eight finally at eight so y'all we are not slowing down actually just getting started we got plenty more podcasts coming to you we got guests coming so uh once again if y'all like the podcast definitely let us know and uh we appreciate you listening